Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our look at Jonah. We're still in chapter 1, looking at verses 11 through 13 in the God's Word translation. It is plain that Jonah is the man for who all of this evil has befallen the, uh, the vessel that he's on. And, you know, of course, the sailors need answers. And remember, they are superstitious. They're a superstitious lot, so they need to know what to do because the storm is getting more and more tempestuous. And they're trying to figure out what can we do to not lose our lives in this storm. But let's listen to God's word. Starting at verse 11, it reads, The storm was getting worse. So they asked Jonah, What should we do with you to calm the sea? He told them, Throw me overboard. Then the sea will become calm. I know that I'm responsible for this violent storm. Instead, the men tried to row harder to get the ship back to shore, but they couldn't do it. The storm was getting worse. Again, that's Jonah chapter 1, verses 11 through 13 in the God's Word translation, which gives it a title, Jonah Tries to Run Away from the Lord. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Jonah chapter 1, verses 11 through 13 in the God's Word translation. And Jonah knows that he's the cause of all of this, all of this problems, all of these, this calamity that's befallen the, the, the sailors. And they've asked him, okay, what can we do? to stop this storm, which is getting stronger and stronger. And again, remember one of the commentaries said there were other ships on the water and they weren't having the same type of, um, I guess the the storm wasn't as tempestuous, as forceful on the other ships, just on the ship where Jonah was. So they needed to know what to do. So they asked Jonah, what shall we do with you that the sea may be calm? They understood that Jonah you know, you're a prophet of God, and therefore they didn't want to do anything without consulting him because they definitely did not want to insult him. They did not want to insult God because if his God is um, mighty enough to control the sea, just think what he would do, what he could do if they threw his prophet overboard, as Jonah suggested. So they were trying to find out, figure out what can we do? We don't want to be responsible for your death. So they asked him what to do. And Jonah appears to be um, 
penitent. He is delinquent because God gave him a job. He didn't want to do it. And they didn't want to insult him, nor did they want to be rude to him because, of course, Jonah's prob probably feeling his own anguish. And Matthew Henry says, we should act with great tenderness toward those who are overtaken in a fault and are brought into distress by it. So if someone comes to us and they are, you know, penitent and, you know, um, asking for just insight, how can I make things right? We need to be there with great tenderness. Back to uh, what else I wrote down. The sailors could not cast him into the sea uh, because they didn't think it would be expedient or in an, an effective way to save the ship. They've already lost all of their goods. They they've thrown them overboard. So they're going to try to not have to throw Jonah into the sea. And then another note from Matthew Henry. When sin has raised a storm and laid us under the tokens of God's displeasure, we are we should be concerned enough to inquire with uh, to God what shall we do that the seas of our life may be calm what shall we do Jonah signs his own doom he says take me up and cast me into the sea he didn't want to just jump into the sea on his own he didn't want to leap on the leap into the sea they didn't make him walk the planks like we've seen in old movies, but he did put himself in the hands of the sailors to cast him into the sea. And he assured them that the sea would be calm and you know they could go on with their trip. The reason he gives, for I know that it's for my sake that the great, temp that the great temp tempest is upon you. And he said, I deserve it. I have wickedly departed from my God. And it is on my account that he's angry. Therefore, there's no other way for the sea to be calm except you to cast me overboard. And the commentaries also said to the two that I looked at that Jonah is a type of Christ because he gives his life a ransom for many. But the storm that Jonah is in, Jonah caused himself. Uh, it's because of Jonah. Uh, Christ gave his life for our sins. Jonah was giving his life to save the sailors, but it's a storm that he caused. Jonah is a wonderful picture of the Messiah, but Jesus, um, of course, wasn't the reason for any storms. Jesus threw himself into the fury of God's storms to rescue us from the wrath of God. And uh, also, Jonah and Jesus, another difference, Jonah was disobedient. Jesus was completely obedient and innocent. The sailors rode hard to bring the ship to land that uh, you know they could at least get Jonah back on land safely. But it couldn't be done. All the pains were to no, to no avail. The sea grew more violent and more tempestuous so that they could not make it to land. They rode against the wind and tide, the wind of God's vengeance, the tide of his counsels, and it was to no avail. It was all in vain, as it is any time we try to contend with God. Let's pray. Mm -hmm.
Father, we're thanking you for the lessons that we're getting from your word. We thank you that we're learning that we must pray and believe when we are in a storm. We must study to, you know, for an answer from your word to, that it's sent and that the storm shall become calm. And God, please uh, help us to make sure that when storms arise in our lives, that we do go to you. We do run to you. We do seek your counsel. So many times we uh, strive against it. We do everything we can that um, is still not helping the situation because, you know, as humans, we think we know best. But, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, which convicts us and shows us what we need to do to um, calm the storms in our lives. We need to consider what is to be done to sin that raises the storm so that we don't have to continuously have storms that uh, whatever it is is discovered and we're, we penitently confess. And those who need you right now as their Savior God, we're praying that this is the time when they penitently confess their sins and accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. Father, we're praying for those in conflicts all over the world. But again, Ukraine is like the utmost part of our, our hearts and minds right now. We pray for them. We pray mightily for them, Father, that you continue to give them those uh, victories that they seek. Uh, pray for those who ha are mourning right now, uh, loss of loved ones, loss of everything that they hold dear. But they still have their lives, and we thank you for that. We pray for them. Give them peace. Give them comfort, Father. And not just Ukraine, other places where there are conflicts. In, in the states, all over the world, there are conflicts. Not just wars, conflicts, fam famines, failures. Uh, give us favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word.